Shabbat Tafzain, the last thing we were discussing was uh, the Gemara brought explaining to us the difference between Rashut Yahid, Rashut Rabin, Karmelit, and Makom Patur. And it was not one long Braita, and we started breaking it down piece by piece. We are now going to start, uh, yes, it's not uh, Zayin Amud Aleph, it's gonna, we're actually going to start on Vav Amud Bet, eight lines from the bottom. Amar more where the two dots are. Amar more. Aval yam ubikah veistevanit, and uh, I guess the istevanit we're going to use as the the front of the store where I guess people just sit and hang out. The karmelit, the karmelit, uh, we'll call a forest, a valley where the field where no one's walking. And an loker shutarhid veloker shutarabim are not like either. Ubikah. Now wait a second. The Gemara is asking a question. Uh, the valley is not a shut rabim or shut yachid. Vatanan. We have a bright that says habikabi motahama keshut yachid le shabbat ushut rabim le tumah. A bika value is like a shut yachid. It's personal property. Legabe uh, shabbat in the summer, and in the summer it's shut rabim legabe tumah. Meaning. Since nobody carries there, nobody's walking back and forth over there, it's a Rishut HaYachid, right? On the other hand, Legabe uh, Tumah, there's something that's Safek over there, and we know Safek Tumah and Rishut HaRabim is Tahor, meaning there are people who go there for, it's not it's not one of those closed off areas. So what is it? But on the other hand, Bimot HaGshamim, Kirshut HaYachid, for both, right? So during the winter, it's a Rishut Yahid, like a Be Shabbat, like a Be Tum'ah. Bottom line is, whatever you want to call Rishut Yahid, Rishut Rabim, this goes against Abraita, which is called the valley a Carmelit. So Amar Ullah, the Ullam, Carmelit, no, it's a Carmelit. Ve'amai Karela Rishut Yahid. So why in the Mishnah, where does it call it a Rishut Yahid? The fish say no, Rishut Rabim, because it's not a Rishut Rabim in the Rishut Rabim sense. But you can't call it a Rishut Yahid uh, on the other hand. So it's uh, meaning it's not a, it's only Rishut Yahid in the sense that it's not Rishut Arabim. Now another answer is that was Ula. Ravashe explains. Ravashe Amar Kegon de Itla Mechitzot. No, this uh, valley has a gate ten tefahim. Vechihad Amar Ula, like Ula himself said, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Karpav, Karpav is an area that's uh, you know it's closed off, right? We we'll call it a you know a closed off area. Yoter mi bet satayim. If it's bigger than a satayim, a bet satayim is a hundred by fifty ama area, uh, which you could uh, which you could I guess uh, plant over there two seas. Shelohu kaf ledira. If it wasn't uh, enclosed for living purposes, ella for a different reason. Afilu kor, even if it's the size of a kor. Afilu koraim, even two kor, right? Hazorek letocho from Meshut Arabim Hayav. My ta'ama mechitzah. Bottom line is it's a mechitzah. Then they, it's like a gate that's closed off. Ela shemehosera diurin, but nobody's living there. So therefore, Hachamim made it a Carmelit. Now, Bishlamar Rav Asher lo amar kedeula. I understand why Rav Asher didn't explain like Ula. Because he just used whatever Ula himself said about the Karpaf, and he learned it from there. But Ula, my Tama lo amakishmate. Ula, why don't you use your own teachings and say that we're talking about a valley with mechitzot? It's your only mood. Use it. 
Amalach, so Ola will answer. Now you can't say the Mishnah is talking about that type of case. How could you call it a valley? You know, uh, if, if it has a Mechitzot. Karpafi, it's a Karpaf, it's an enclosed area. Veravasher, Reshut Ha'chid Katane. Veravasher says, Ola's whole reason because it says Reshut Ha'chid, and since it's not Reshut Ha'rabim, that, that's a little bit far-fetched. Bottom line is what it says, Reshut Ha'chid, right? So it means Reshut Ha'chid. You're not, not going to call a Karmelit Reshut Ha'chid. Okay, the Gemara now continues with the Brayta. Veha Karmelit. It says now Carmelit. nami love Carmelit ninu. Well, up until now nothing was Carmelit. So kiatar avdimi amar biyohanan lo nitzrecha ela lekeren zavita smuchal eshut arabim. No, we're talking. What's that word Carmelit for? It's you know it's a little place sticking out of eshut arabim that's uh, that's near eshut arabim that we couldn't call that nobody walks in or whatever. It's not meant for going back and forth, which we call a Carmelit. Sometimes people push in and they go to that section. Nobody really uses it. No, you know, it's not something people are used to. It's like a Karmelit. When Avdimi came to Israel, between the pillars where the, I guess, the merchants uh, hang their. Uh, uh, merchandise, Nidon ke Karmelit. It's considered Karmelit. My Tama, Fagav de Darse, Badarabim, even though a lot of people go through, Kevan de Lomistagele Obedia. People can't really go through because the pillars have to go back and forth, have to stop. Ke Karmelit Tamia. So you can't really fully go there, and therefore it's a Karmelit. Amarbi Zera, Amarbi Yuda, Itzteba. What about benches? Shelifne Amudim that are in front of these uh, pillars. That uh, I guess merchants sit over there. Nidon ke karmelit because people don't go through there. Lemad amar ben amudim koshekan itzteba. The people who say the amudim because you can't really go through. Uh, for sure, the benches, right? That that, that section for sure. Lemad amar itzteba, but the people say the bench area itzteba who deloni hatash mishte. People can't go through the benches. Aval ben amudim deni hatash mishte. You could, you know, people go through uh, the, the pillars. Look, maybe it's not considered a shoot uh, Karmelit, maybe it's a shoot Arabim. And the Gemara now switches, Elishna Harina, they say it differently. Since people go through there, it's like a shoot Arabim. And Tosafot uh, over here says, yes, we know, I'm, I understand that there's no 16 Amot over here. But if you, you could use this Amudim uh, area as a Tseruf, as an addition to the shoot Arabim. So altogether, there's uh, more than 16 amot uh, of open space. It's called Rashut Arabim. Uh, the Rashbad, the Tosafot Rosh, say that if the area of uh, Amudim has 16 amot of open space where people can uh, walk through, it's considered Rashut Arabim. It'd be like putting a, uh, a pole in the middle of any other Rashut Arabim. What's the difference? Same idea. So the question is, is it an addition or could it also be part of... Uh, that's Mahloket Tosfot and Rashba Tosfot Rosh. Okay, let's continue. Amar Baba Shela Amar Bi Hasda. Kufa. You have a thin uh, brick, right? That's standing Beshut Arabim. It's standing in Beshut Arabim. Vezarak Vetach Befarias. A person threw mud and it hit the right the, the face of it. Hayav. You have to give a korban. Hayatat Al Gababar. If it somehow landed on top of the brick, Patur. Meaning the face of the that brick, we're going to say since it's less than three tefahim from the floor, 
uh, we're going to say that it's part of the floor, it's Rishut Arabim, but on top of it, we're going to say it's like a Makom Patur. That's how we're going to be done it. Has to be which is People can't walk on top of this brick. Aval, different types of thorn bushes and things like that. Even though it's not tall, uh, you'd be patur. Why? Because no, since nobody walks on him. No one wants to ruin the, the, their, their feet, to hurt themselves, uh, cut their shoes. Therefore, it, be, it became a beer patur if you walk out there. It's not, it's, uh, it's not batel to Rishut Arabim. It's not part of Rishut Arabim. I guess people do walk with their shoes on thorn bushes. And therefore, they are batel to Rishut Arabim. It's part of Rishut Arabim and you'd be hayav, avaltsoah, but the excrement that you find on the floor, look. Um, why? It, it, because people are not going to walk on that. They walk around it. Therefore, uh, if some uh, someone threw on the excrement something, uh, your patur. Even so, that's not big three tefahim. You'd be hayav because it, it would be batel to their shoot wherever it is. It's not considered a place in itself. Amara ba debe rav shela ki atarav dimi. One of the Mikhevimit said, Amar Bihanan, and Carmelit Pehutam Arbaa. A Carmelit has to be four tefahim uh, wide, otherwise, it's considered a makompatur, and then it would be the Khatkhila to take from it to shoot Rabbi Morshut Ahid. The Amar of Shishad, Vetosefet Ad Asara. And the Tosefet of a Carmelit is until Asara Tefahim. My Vetosefet Ad Asara, what does that mean? Vetosefet, the addition to the Carmelit until ten. Ilema, if you maybe you want to tell me the ika mechitza asara, the who the ave Carmelit, if if it has a mechitza, if it has some sort of enclosure, a gate, a fence, uh, something, a wall uh, that's ten tefahim to all, that's a Carmelit. Ve'ilo lo ave Carmelit. If not, it's not considered a Carmelit, like some sort of valley or that that has a uh, a gate, but not for living purposes and tosafot argues on that perush, and he says, uh, we're talking about a place that's supposed to have uh, some sort of fence, uh, whatever. But the uh, bottom line is, let's say you want to tell me it has to do with the fence. Otherwise, it's not considered a kamelit. Velo? Are you really telling me that if it doesn't have a mechitza, tent fahim, it's not a kamelit? Veha amarav gidal, amarav hiyabar yosef amarav, baiche en betocho asara, a house that is not tall, tent fahim, vikil yom ashdimo, la asara, but the roof makes it ten. On the roof, you're allowed to walk as much as you want. But inside the, the house, it's a Carmelite, and you can't go. You can only go there for Amot. What, bottom line is, Azov the Halakha, but what do you see? You see the Bidyu Kever, that, that the only way it's a Carmelite if the, if the walls are not Ten Tefahim. That's why the house is considered Carmelite. Ela my vetosefet alasara. So what's Rav Sheshat talking about when he says the addition has to be ten tefahim? The ad asara who davia karmelit until ten tefahim from the ground. It's called the karmelit. The mala me asara tefahim. Once it's over asara tefahim, lo ave karmelit. So that area is not considered karmelit. Rather, it's a makom patur. I guess it's too high. Now, it's exactly the same deen as Rav Shmuel told Rav Shinina, a sharp one. Don't discuss with me over ten tefahim. 
you put a pole in a shuta yahid. And you threw, and somehow, whatever you threw landed on top of the pole. Why? It goes all the way up to the sky. I'm turning the page. Well, okay, you want to tell me that there's no Rishut Rabim over ten Tefahim? Matnitin, it's a Pashut Mishnah. You want to throw something at the wall more than ten tefahim up uh, more in, in, in the, on the wall? It's patur. Under ten tefahim, kezorek bar. It's like throwing on land, and you'd be hayav ela a karmelit. The end karmelit lemal amasar. No, rather they come and teach me a different hidush that. That uh, anything over ten tefahim is not considered a karmelit. So now the Gemara wants to go into uh, the din of what uh, Rav Dimi and Rav Shishat said. Rav Dimi said it has to be a uh, karmelit has to be more than uh, four tefahim wide, and Rav Shishat was saying that uh, until asara it's uh, it's considered shoot karmelit. Uh, After that, it's already a different reshut uh, altogether. It's makom patur. After that. Why were Hachamim so makil when it comes to the deen of Karmelit? It has the leniencies of Rishut Yahid and Rishut Rabim. What's the leniencies of Rishut Yahid? That if it's a place that has to be wide enough by like four Tefahim by four, that's a Karmelit. Then it's a Makom Patur. Then it's a Makom Patur. And what's the leniencies of Rishut Rabim that it took? The Ad Asara Tefahim would have ya Karmelit until Aisat Fahim, it's considered a Karmelit. Maimalam Asat Fahim, Lahavia Karmelit. Over 10 Tefahim, it's not considered a Karmelit. Now, Gufa, we're going to go back to something we discussed before. Amar of Gidal, Amar of Hiya, Bar Yosef, Amar of Bait, She'en Tocho Asara. So we're talking about a house that's not tall, 10 Tefahim, Vikiruyom, Ashlimol Asara, yet the roof makes it 10. On the roof, you can walk back and forth carrying whatever you want. But inside the house, you can only walk in the house for amot. Amar Abaye, someone dug a ditch in that house, the size of four by four. And in that spot, till the roof, there's a ten tefahim. Then uh, you're allowed to mitel tell the entire house, uh, like no problem. My tama, why is that? Have chore reshut ayachid, chore reshut ayachid, kershut ayachid demu. That uh, that area with that's four by four, that ditch, it becomes the reshut ayachid, and everything next to it becomes like uh, the hole, even though the house is huge. But uh, the, every, it be, it's considered like a hole, like a hole inside Rishut Yahid, and it's part of Rishut Yahid, and therefore you're allowed to carry the entire house. They tomorrow, because it was said, The holes of Rishut Yahid, so the walls and then and, and the holes and, and all the different parts of the house, it's like Rishut Yahid. 
What about the holes? I guess uh, you're walking uh, through Rishut uh, Arabim and there's holes in the side. Abaye Omer, Kershut Arabim Damu, they're part of Rishut Arabim, not a problem. Rabba Omer, Lav, Kershut Arabim Damu, no, they're not exactly Rishut Arabim, rather they're Makom Patur, why? Because they're not uh, wide enough to be considered a Rishut uh, period. They're not. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're not a Carmelite. Uh, they're. They're. There's something. They, they, they could. Sorry. They could be a Carmelite. They could be Meshutatur, but you can't call it part of Meshutatur since it's like its own thing. So now Rabba tells Abaye. Abaye, you said it's Meshutatur, uh, right? Lady Dachta Amat Hore Meshutatur, Keshutatur Damu. My Shana Mehara. What's uh, why is it different from the following Dean? Dechiatar of Dimi Amar Bi Yohanan. When it says the word We're talking about the sides of Rishut Arabim. Now, let's ask about those sides. Remember, we discussed that a couple page uh, last uh, last Amud, last Daf. That side of Rishut Arabim that we're calling a Karmelit, it should be like like the holes of Rishut Arabim. And according to you, it should be Rishut Arabim, right? Why is it called Karmelit? Somebody answers him back, over there you can't use it. People can use these holes. And therefore they're part of Rishut Arabim. Now the Gemara asks another question on Abaye. So I threw something, uh, I guess, to Rishut Arabim, and it landed on the wall higher than Asrat Fahim. I would be Patur. Why? It's like throwing in the air. And you'd be Hayav, right? Like regular Shutarabim. But we asked, my Kezorek What does that mean? Uh, you, it's like throwing on the ground. And never rested. Now we're talking about uh, you're holding maybe a a fig that's you know that's that's nice and juicy. Meaning it got stuck over there. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about that type of case where it's able to stick. And if you want to tell me that the sides or the holes on your shooter are like a shooter why do you have to say it's a fat, uh, it's a fat fig? Look, say it's anything, right? Yeah, say something more, you know, more commonly used. Udnah Bahor and it landed in the hole. Right? So according to you, that's it landed in Shutarabim. Rather you have to say that Rabbi Yohanan held that Horera Shutarabim is not Rishutarabim. Zimnin Mishani. Sometimes Abaya answered the question like this. Shani you can't use a, a rock or any other thing that you could throw to the hole the Mihdar they bounce back, and since they bounce back, uh, you, you know you, you you still have a question of why is the zorek hayav. Therefore, we put Rabbi Yohanan said uh, it's uh, we're talking about a fig, and the fig sticks, and therefore it's not going to bounce back. That's one answer he he gave. Then sometimes he gave a different answer. We're talking about a wall without a hole. Uh, how do we know that you're talking about a, a, a wall without a hole? You're throwing on top, it's like throwing a vir, it's makom patur, not a problem. And if you're telling me we're talking about a wall with, that has a hole, why is it like zorek ba'avir? It landed in the hole, which is a reshut, since it's more than 10 tefahim, it's its own reshut, there shouldn't be a problem.
וכיתמה, סומי ביאו אלתמי מתניתין דלת בהו ארבעה על ארבעה. So maybe you want to tell me that the holes don't have four by four, and therefore you, you, have, you can't call it a shut yachid. If, if it's zarak, if I throw something more at, uh, higher than and then it went, uh, landed in a hole, call show, right? Anywhere, any, any size of a hole. We come to a machloket, Rebim, Meir, and Rabbanan, when it comes to Gabi Mezuzah. In the case of a Mezuzah, we know that the door has to be a four tefahim wide, has to be asarat tefahim tall. Now, let's say it's like an arc, right? It's like an arch or like a dome-shaped uh, door. Um, let's uh, And, okay, it starts off three tefahim. Four, it's four tefahim wide uh, on the bottom, right? Three, it goes up three tefahim no problem, but then it starts to arch and then it gets skinnier than four tefahim. Well, does it need a mezuzah or not? Meaning there is no uh, ten tefahim tall with four tefahim wide, but there is three. So would that be enough to be mehayev a mezuzah or not? says we're going to make believe uh, it's uh, it's like you uh, you know you opened up that uh, arc area and now we're going to look at it as if there's a uh, Ten tefah tall, four tefahim wide. It's like an imaginary uh, you opened up, right? And therefore, hayav mezuzah. Hachamim say we don't imaginary open up anything, and therefore it's patur for mezuzah. Tosafot explains what do we uh, how do how do we bring it back to our sugya over here that uh, you have a hole that's open to from reshut harabim to reshut ayachid. On the side of reshut ayachid, it has four tefahim. On the side of reshut harabim, it doesn't. And the machloket is, do we say, do we open it up in an imaginary way so it can be considered a place that's just four by four and it becomes a reshut harabi, a reshut yachid, and therefore if I throw from reshut harabim to it, I'd be hayav. Uh, that's the question. So we're saying over here, banu le machloket meir verabanan. We're coming to machloket rabim meir and rabanan. Rabim meir savar hokekin lashnim. Open it up, make it a little bit wider in your imagination, and therefore you'd be hayav. And therefore, no, we don't imaginary open up things. And therefore, if you do something there, uh, it's patur. Now, Rashi explains it a little bit better. Now, Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, right? So we, we're going with the fact that it has to be Rabbi Meir. And therefore, it, 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 we are Chokikin Hashlim. And therefore, this uh, hole should be Hayav. So then why did our Mishnah say it's patur? I rather you have to say we're talking about a, a, a wall without a hole really that's it that's the answer that it has to be a wall without a hole so again just to recap why are we talking about a the, the fig that stuck to the wall why don't we say a whore and the answer is because we had to say a big uh, so Abaye answered two things Either we're talking about something that won't bounce back, and that's the easy way out, or we're talking about a wall without a hole, and he brings a proof from the fact that it's uh, that uh, the Mishnah says patur, and if it would be to be meir, it would be hayav, and our Mishnah has to be to be meir, and if uh, so, then why is he saying uh, patur? Rather, we're not talking about horer uh, shutarabim. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.